0: This is The Adam Ritz Show, a public affairs talk show touching on community, health, foundations, and more. The Adam Ritz Show is underwritten by Vibonomics, an audio out of home advertising marketplace and audio experience company. Info at vibonomics.com. And now, from the Vibonomics studios, please welcome your public affairs radio host, Adam Ritz. Welcome to the broadcast. my name is Adam Ritz and joining me on the telephone with plenty of social distance is Jay Baker. Hi Jay, how are you?
1: I am doing great Adam thanks for asking.
0: man I haven't seen you in uh, uh, well three hours uh, we did have <laughs> I a know. we had a staff lunch today and uh, it was delightful. Uh, boy, I enjoyed my uh, my Italian beef sandwich if you are ever out and about and get an Italian beef sandwich, order it wet that's how i get it and it's uh it's a mess but it's the best they take the whole sandwich and dip it completely under the au jus and uh, uh so you don't have so to waste good. any time or risk pulling a muscle <laughs> by dipping each bite you have in au jus. the whole the whole dang sandwich has been dipped in au jus. so uh how was your lunch today
1: Oh, mine was delicious. I had a a very delightful uh, Chicago-style hot dog. I thought it was uh, exceptional.
0: And it was the first time uh, in a while, well, maybe a month, we've been having uh, monthly lunches. Uh, I always feel like bringing the uh, microphones with me so we can do a show face-to-face, but the uh, extraneous restaurant noise would have just been distracting to everyone, uh, the listeners, you and I included. So here we are. Uh, in our broadcast booth, socially distancing for another wonderful COVID edition of this public affairs radio show. Now, I wanted to start with a, a headline I saw come across my desk this week. You know, these video um, reunions have been quite popular during the uh, the self-isolation. We've covered the ones with Josh Gad, uh, mm-hmm. the ones he's hosted with the, the cast from Back to the Future and the cast from The Goonies. Uh, well, Katie Couric did one this week. Did you ever see the movie The Parent Trap with Dennis Quaid? I sure Quaid. did. Okay, Dennis Quaid, uh, Natasha Richardson, and uh, two, Lindsay Lowens, were in the movie. She played her own twin, and it was in 1998, 22 years ago. So they're celebrating the 22nd anniversary of that film uh, with a reunion uh, on Katie Couric's Instagram. That's where you can watch it. If you have Instagram, just search Katie Couric and you can watch this um, re, uh, this reunion, I guess, I'm trying to think of. And I bring it up because it is for charity and it benefits the World Central Kitchen. So the World Central Kitchen has been providing uh, nutrition uh, all over the planet. So it's a fantastic cause and we support... All feed the hungry causes uh, across the planet, including this one, World Central Kitchen. And when you watch the video, you'll have an opportunity to donate five or ten bucks if you'd like uh, to help feed the hungry through World Central Kitchen. Now, uh, do you recall uh, Natasha Richardson, the actress?
1: I do. And I think she was the wife of. Oh, and his name just this escaped me. the uh, the Irish actor.
0: He uh, has a particular set of skills. Liam Neeson.
1: <laughs> Liam, yes, Liam I've heard Mason. about his skill set. Yes. so
0: so she uh, unfortunately passed away in two thousand and nine, uh, just a freak accident on the ski slopes. She hit her head and uh, and it took her life. And uh, it was neat to see in the in the reunion that uh, the cast members talked about her and their favorite memories of her and. She's just one of these ladies just full of grace, and uh, nobody has anything bad to say about her. Uh, there are other great stories shared. Uh, I have grown-up daughters now, and uh, we watched that movie uh, about 3,000 times when they were little. So yes. uh, depending on how old your kids were uh, or depending on how old your kids are now, it's a great movie to watch uh, if you're looking for a family film to watch uh, while you quarantine or or at least stay out of the um the public space if you're if you're looking for a good movie for the family it certainly is Dennis Quaid and uh, Natasha Richardson sort of uh reunite uh, their exes uh they have twins and the twins grew up on uh, either side of the Atlantic Ocean and the twins meet at summer camp not knowing the other one existed and yes. then they they switch places to meet the other parent that they hadn't known or didn't even know they had, and it's a remake. I believe the the original was in nineteen sixty one, which I, you know what that's that's a great idea for people that have seen the movie. I'm gonna watch the the original. Uh, yeah, with my good kids. idea. Now that they're grown up, and see how it compares. Um, you know, there's so many great ways to reimagine a film. I'm sure there's a lot of differences. Uh, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you. I apologize to our listeners. I couldn't even tell you who starred in the original or uh, where it took place. But I believe it was from 1961. So you can find that on Katie Couric's Instagram. It benefits feeding the hungry through the World Central Kitchen. Uh, One other thing I want to mention before we get to Jay and your topics today, and and I might steal your thunder here because I can see you having this as a topic. (laughs) Uh, Walmart announced this week that they will be closed on Thanksgiving Day. Did you see that one?
1: I did not, but that's kind of trend setting. That's a store that never closes.
0: Well, and, you know, maybe over the last... Ten years with uh, e-commerce, retail has been trying to, you know, innovate and do other things to capitalize on shoppers. And uh, Black Friday is one of those traditions where you get up at four o'clock in the morning uh, and stand in line for a, you know, a 200-inch TV that's on sale for $24. Uh, (laughs) And Walmart has been, along with many other department stores, have been opening on Thanksgiving Day to start their Black Friday, I guess. They're Black Friday deals. And they've tied they've taken some heat for it. The other stores have too, because there's so many workers that yes. have to work on Thanksgiving Day, taking time away from their families to be able to work on Thanksgiving Day. Now the counter argument is, hey, if you know, they want to work and make money, that's up to them. Because these stores have given their employees You know, it's not the Gestapo. They're not making them work. They've they've opened it up to people that want to volunteer and work and make some extra money. Time and a half. It's a holiday. Well, Walmart has announced they will be closed on Thanksgiving Day. I'm sure it has something to do with the pandemic and COVID. Uh, It's a chance to, I guess, socially distance even more. Uh, Anytime you're not in a store with 3,000 other people, that's a good thing. Uh, They might be capitalizing on um you know virtual what is it called virtue signaling you know look how yes. look how good we are we're closing on thanksgiving day uh they're getting some good pub out of it i mean we're talking about it so uh certainly covid has changed so many things uh in our daily lives and if you've been counting on going shopping for black friday <laughs> deals after You eat your turkey on Thanksgiving Day, that's probably not going to happen across the board now that Walmart, the number one retailer in America, has announced that they're going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day. This is the Adam Ritz Show, and we're brought to you in part by Vibonomics, an in-store audio experience company playing music, licensed music in stores with voiceover messaging and advertising airing between the songs. You can learn about them at Vibonomics.com. All right, I'm surprised, Jay, that you hadn't heard that uh, Walmart was going to be closed on Thanksgiving Day. When I read that, I thought, this is right up Jay's alley. I'm going to steal his thunder for sure.
1: Absolutely. You, uh, what, what do they say? You scooped me. I you scooped know, you. I, it's like, yeah, like those news hounds, those guys in the movie that the second they hear the verdict, they rush out in the hallway to get to the payphone. Yeah. Remember those days? Yeah,
0: and I'm, I'm sure you're you're rearranging your headlines if, if you were actually going to talk about the Lindsay Lohan-Dennis Quaid uh, parent trap reunion on Katie Couric's Instagram. The whole country's talking about that, by the way.
1: That, that's knocked out three-fourths of what we were going to talk about, my goodness. Here, here's, a, here's an ultra-strange note. The Food and Drug Administration, we know them lovingly as the FDA, is warning some people to double-check your hand sanitizer, because as you know, this was a product that was literally out. I mean, the nation, you would have thought hand sanitizer never existed if you tried to buy it back in March. For sure, yeah. Well, it's been restocked in many areas, and you could actually purchase it from a very reliable store because the stores are trying to get uh, restocked as much as they can. But double check if you bought any new hand sanitizer, the FDA is warning Some of those hand sanitizers can be actually contaminated with methanol. And of course, if you're like Adam and I, we we wouldn't know the ingredients if it came up and bit us, but methanol is also known as wood alcohol and it can be a poison in a high enough concentration. Certainly if you ingested it, we've never recommended that anyone ingest or drink hand sanitizer, but it is toxic enough that even absorbing it through the skin is not particularly good
0: for you. You know, I've had a couple different types of hand sanitizer that have re- really scared me. Uh, one smelled exactly like vodka.
1: Ah, and
0: yes, I've heard about that. It those. was passed out, uh, you know, for free at a at a function I was at, and I'm like, oh, this is nice. So I opened the bottle and of course, it came out too fast and too much, so my hands were just... It was like I uh, di- dipped them in the au jus along with my wet uh, Italian beef sandwich. And I'm telling you what, my eyes were watering. It smelled like I spilled an entire fifth of Russian vodka all over me. Uh, and then another similar uh, smell uh, was the... Um, uh, what am I... T- tequila. That's right. So ah. So... Uh, not to throw her uh, under the bus, but, well, I'm not even going to say her name, but a a young woman that you and I both work with, I used her hand sanitizer, and it smelled more like tequila than tequila (laughs) smells. And I thought maybe she handed me accidentally the secret tequila that she had in her purse (laughs) that she sips on through the day. But no, in fact, it really was hand sanitizer that smelled like tequila, which makes me want to... Absolutely, hurl. Uh, yeah, so,
1: that elicits bad memories, doesn't it?
0: So, yeah, I don't drink. So I, you know, if the listeners are like, "Oh, of course, you," uh, I know you know how that, what that smells like, because you're an alky yourself. No, I don't even do it anymore. And and part of the reason is because of the smell. So I'm pretty uh, sensitive to the smell of it. And I'm, you got to be careful with hand sanitizer. And now you're telling me the FDA is warning us that some hand sanitizers, uh, chemical laced or dangerous.
1: Well, that they actually can be contaminated with methanol because methanol is another alcohol. It's just an alcohol that we tend to avoid because it doesn't interact well with humans. And in fact, one of the uh, one of the symptoms of ingesting uh, or absorbing uh, wood alcohol is that you could actually have blindness. So that is a serious <laughs> side effect, as we like to say. <laughs>
0: No. Oh no! We could, you know, is- <laughs> every week it's kind of like, how could this year get any worse? And oh, now I you're know. telling me the hand sanitizer that we're keeping ourselves safe and and germ-free with could cause blindness? Fantastic! Yeah, Fantastic. Thank you, Jay.
1: Well, yeah, just trying to be a beacon of hope uh, here in this pandemic era. Uh, the good news is, is you can go to the FDA which is FDA.gov website. They have a readily available, easy-to-read list. It's like Adam said, sometimes you encounter this hand sanitizer in the oddest of places, so at least double-check. If you got kind of an off-brand hand sanitizer, uh, just double-check just to be on the safe side because the good news is, is even if you have to toss that out, there is more at the store, ones that do not that are not contaminated with wood alcohol. Now, um, as you know, Adam, I literally stand corrected. One of our nice listeners got a hold of me and said, hey, you guys were kind of uh, talking a little bit about UFOs because UFOs lately have been a thing. And there is a particular type of UFO that is indeed a thing. Uh, There's been a couple of books written about black triangle UFOs. Have you heard of black triangle UFOs?
0: I know I have not. I have to admit I haven't been keeping up on my black triangle <laughs> UFO reading. There are several books on the subject, huh?
1: This this is the thing now, what you'll know from the Adam Rich Show, even if you don't believe in UFOs in any way, you'll at least say, if I hear the phrase Black Triangle UFO, I'll at least perk up my ears. There have been 17,000 reported cases of Black Triangle UFOs dating all the way back to the 1950s, and you might say to yourself, well, surely Black Triangle UFOs have, the thought process has died down a little bit if they've been around that long. But there have been over 200 documented cases in the first half of 2020. So it is a thing.
0: That is unbelievable. That is crazy.
1: <laughs> it is crazy. When I thought about this, I thought they sent me the information and I was getting ready to say, yeah, yeah, I'm being browbeaten. Yeah, yeah. And that is, I read the article and I went, that is pretty crazy. And of course, with any great ufo story it has a lot of unexplained incidents of you know this just really defies the laws of logic or physics so i thought that was interesting
0: i am uh, googling black triangle ufo right now i, I and, bet uh,
1: several entries will come up including photos
0: yeah there's a uh, on history.com there's uh uh the number one hit is uh what are black triangle ufos and then the the second hit is a is a wikipedia page for black triangle ufo black... now
1: the next hit is for black triangle ufo sportswear because you and i know merch is important
0: merch merchandising is very important <laughs> and um you know the, there's a picture of uh on the wikipedia page of a black triangle ufo it looks a lot like a um a stealth bomber. If you, uh, yes. you know the way. Uh, if you have you ever seen a, a stealth bomber fly over you at twenty miles an hour? They
1: are spooky looking. It's there was a flyover at yeah at, at a local racetrack one time, it's, and I was amazed.
0: It's like uh, it's very Batman meets uh, UFO. So if that's yeah, what the Black Triangle UFOs all are, are all about. <laughs> I'm going to guess that
1: some of them are, yes, where we've spotted some type of military aircraft of some type. But uh, I just thought it was intriguing that, uh, yes, that's the thing. So, see, you heard it first on the Adam Rich show.
0: Could be Batman. Could be Batman. I'm not saying it's not, but it could be. What's the saying? We did it last week. Uh, I'm not saying it's aliens, but it's aliens.
1: It's aliens. Okay, Absolutely. Uh, Here's something interesting. As you know, We've had a situation we and we are very uh, aware and very sympathetic to the fact that this is a, a time period where a lot of people are very edgy about social justice. So we're not making fun of anything. But this is kind of troubling from a standpoint of not all statues are necessarily bad or controversial. Uh, There were some statues, famously, that were torn down, which were actually very beneficial to mankind. So, you know, thankfully, some of the statue tearing up and vandalizing has gone way down. But somebody recently vandalized Ronald Reagan's statue in his hometown of Dixon, Illinois. Now, the most Hmm. controversial thing that Ronald Reagan has ever said is, uh, trickle-down economics works.
0: Outside of uh, that—
1: Outside of that, he, there is no controversy associated with Ronald Reagan.
0: That you know, but I, I, I can understand because I hate jelly beans. Ah, and that, must that have been it. when you talk about controversy and his love of jelly beans, uh, I am not down with a jelly bean. So uh, maybe, maybe those, maybe that well, statue does go. deserve to come down. You know, yeah, you mentioned uh, so. you mentioned, um, you know, just. I guess, tensions running high, and uh, we witnessed it today at our lunch meeting. Uh, yeah, And this is sort of some uh, public affairs advice I can give, because uh, it was my fault, and you need to pay attention to the signage inside uh, any location. In our case, it was a restaurant, and I'm, you know, I wear the mask, I'm uh, being very diligent, and... Uh, detailed and making sure I, you know, if I if I feel a sneeze or a cough coming on, I don't just do it in my elbow. I like run out of the building. I want to. I don't even want anybody to look at me like, oh my gosh, that guy coughed. Right. So I'm very hypersensitive to my surroundings. And you and I had lunch today, and I went and got the table, and I noticed that the tables had eight by eleven inch white paper printouts saying, do not use this table for social distancing. So they had, about every other table had a white piece of paper to keep people from sitting there. In addition to the white piece of paper, there was a red sort of stand-up placard, almost like the kind of thing you'd see promoting the desserts or a special uh, that's standing upright next to the mustard and the ketchup right in the middle of the uh, the table next to the salt and pepper, well, those, there were red ones, too, that said, don't use this table for social distancing reasons. And there's red uh, tablecloths. So I didn't see the red stand-up, don't sit here sign. And I noticed that the white piece of paper was not on the table. So I ah. sat down at this table because I didn't see the white piece of paper that said, don't sit here. And you came by and sat down. in the table next to me, this young, <laughs> this young woman, she goes, you're not supposed to sit there. And she pointed to the red placard that said, don't sit here. Right. And I'm like, oh, I didn't see. Uh, I was looking for the white piece of paper that said, don't sit here. And she goes, no, no, you're not supposed to sit there. And uh, I, I she said, she was adamant. She was. Yeah. And I, you know, I said, I I said, it's it's my fault. I'm sorry. Thank you for uh, telling me. And you and I got up and went to another table in a different room. So, you know, it depends on if she had said that the way she said it to somebody who was having a bad day? That inter- that human interaction exchange could have ended up on CNN. <laughs> yes, you're <laughs> because so correct. People start screaming, "Wear your mask! Uh, you can't sit there. Put get your finger out of my face!" I mean, there are some tensions running, uh, understandably, between sure. people and strangers in public places. So I guess uh, our advice is just. Take a chill pill, take a step back. If someone barks at you that you're sitting in the wrong place because you didn't see the sign, thank them for their, uh, you know, for letting you know and, and move. Don't make a stink out of it. Um, and don't, uh, certainly don't say or do anything that's going to cause <laughs> your neighbors to pull out their iPhones and start recording you on video. Because that will be uploaded and you will probably be fired when you're the yes. one that looks like a fool. Yes, Uh, indeed. That's uh,
1: very good advice. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and I was interested today. This was the first time you and I lunched at a location where it said on the doors to enter the building, you must be wearing a mask. Uh, So obviously businesses have stepped up their thought process of, hey, we really want you to be wearing that mask when you enter the building.
0: Yeah, more and more states uh, this week. Uh, next week, I know a lot of states starting on Monday. The the mask mandate just just statewide are in place. Uh, I read that uh, a few states are actually going to enforce it through the law with a yes with a, a class uh, D misdemeanor and a one hundred dollar fine. So people are really, uh, you know, some of the experts are all on board saying the only way we're going to Flatten this curve and get rid of this is just if everybody wears a mask. And yes. I know some people want to say it's political. Some people want to say uh, I'm not going to do it because somebody's telling me to do it. And I'm just saying, look, if it if it's not it's it's not the end of the world to pop one of these puppies on your face. Just do it.
1: I think it's a good look. When you and I were wearing our masks, I said, "There's two handsome gentlemen out on the town."
0: We did look good.
1: <laughs> that's, that's what I was saying.
0: Uh, you know, I don't. I think you you pull it off better than me. We'd mentioned this before. I'm just wearing the the cheap dollar per mask paper surgeon mask. <laughs> yeah. You've got almost the, like
1: you're going to a Halloween party.
0: Yeah, like uh, the, with the stethoscope. I left it in my car. Uh, <laughs> you've got the cloth. I'm in a desert storm dune buggy race look, oh, yes. which looks great with your silver hair and. Very cool. You know, I almost bought today, in fact, uh, some of our listeners know I'm into Yacht Rock, and the international symbol for Yacht Rock is the anchor. I almost bought a mask today that is navy blue with a bunch of white anchors on it. Oh, I uh, like that. But it was like, it was 10 bucks with $5 delivery. I'm not paying 15 bucks for this. And then you have to wash it, and uh, you know I don't like yacht rock that much. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I I do tell people color coordinate. You might have noticed. I mean, my wife is is very, uh, you know, she's very much into fashion. So uh, we have about uh, ten different masks with different patterns, and I say color coordinate. And uh, and as you said, I, I have the full blown. Armageddon look to me now. I look like uh, an extra in Mad Max.
0: You do. You look like you just flew into town on a black triangle UFO. <laughs> Color I, I even
1: started. I even started growing the beard, which is uh, frightening in itself. So <laughs> it's uh, it's a look, and it's mm. not a look we recommend for everyone. <laughs> Uh, But yes, you are correct. Most states now, they said over 300 million people are going to be over under mask mandates as of this upcoming Monday. So get the mask, embrace the mask. And we do think it's a good idea. So we'll pass that along. Now, uh, only about eight percent of Americans say kids, they want their kids to go back to school in a normal way. Most adults are sort of adapting a wait and see attitude. I would have thought, Adam, as we started to go through some of the pandemic measures, I was thinking like circa about April, well, surely this will all be sorted out by fall. But we're rapidly approaching September, and there really hasn't been anything sorted out.
0: Yeah, it's it's coming up quick. My uh, sister is a principal at an elementary school and. You know, they're less than a month away from starting. I know some schools are year-round with just a couple-week uh, break, like a two-week break every nine weeks. And uh, a lot of school systems are still sort of scratching their heads on where to begin. Uh, my daughter starts college this fall. Her college is going to happen with uh, move-in day in the dorm and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots of changes, though. The food uh, courts um, are going to pack the lunch for you. Or the meal for you, so you can't—the uh, old days of—well, uh, if you and I remember the old days of just almost like a cafeteria style. But sure. uh, here recently, the uh, I don't know if you've seen the food courts at a, at a college campus, but it is unbelievable. Uh, it's Disney-esque. I mean, you can walk into a 20,000-square-foot space and get anything you want to eat, from Chinese to uh, the griddle, uh, burgers or cold cuts or— Asian. I mean, it's your, your, t- your uh, options are limitless and you can get as much as you want on your food plan. Well, now this year, this fall, it's, it's not going to be like that. You can't walk in there. They're going to have pre-made meals that they're going to uh, send to your dorms. So, right. you know, I guess uh, we talked about this on a previous show, how much the buffet industry is, is changing or going to change, or maybe even going to become obsolete. Um, that's sad to me that uh, a lot of college freshmen aren't going to gain uh, 15 to 30 pounds because of the uh, all the extra food they're going to get in the food court.
1: <laughs> like you said, the uh, wonderful array of beautiful starchy foods sitting out beneath their little plexiglass uh, shield, those days are definitely changing. So yes, yeah. you're correct about that. I mean, you
0: want a turkey and Swiss sandwich and an egg roll? Uh, you know, that's what Have college is all about, but uh, not anymore. So uh, I'm just hoping that the, if that's what happens, that's fine with me. I, I want her to have the, the freshman college experience. Uh, I don't want to be robbed of moving her into her dorm. I mean, that's a big f- father-daughter oh, uh, yes. memory. Uh, but I'm not going to be shocked or surprised if I get an email in the next week that says online only.
1: Well, as you said, we've got to sort of be thinking on our feet because this is a rapidly changing environment. And I found that to be a telling statistic Um, about the time, you know, as you as you and I both know, when you start to think or believe something, depending on what you've been reading or watching, you kind of go, gosh, am I the Lone Ranger on this? Mm -hmm. I was totally neutral on school. All my kids now are past school age their children obviously they're making decisions about their schools but i thought to myself i wonder how people are feeling and only eight percent of americans are just saying full speed ahead and, and that's a telling statistic because what do 92 percent say well, let's wait and see or let's go virtual schooling um you know school is interesting and as you said you have educators in your family uh think about the paradigm changes inside the education process remember when you and i were in elementary school we'd have about 40 pounds worth of uh of uh textbooks that we'd have to cart around with us Mm -hmm. And, and and as a kid once you load that in your backpack the backpack is pulling you over backwards at that point well you know obviously somebody wised up and said you could put every single textbook on an ipad
0: that's right yeah, it's uh, it's certainly an interesting time uh, for every aspect of life, including education. The, uh, the lack of textbooks, the online learning, I mean, this was sort of setting up for this anyway. We'll see what happens this fall. Uh, I'm sure we'll report on it uh, as we get more information. Jay Baker, thank you for coming on the show today uh, with your knowledge and expertise. If you would like to hear any of these uh, episodes of our show, they are online, on demand, adamritzshow.com. The Adam Ritz Show is recorded live in studio at the Vibonomics Worldwide Headquarters. Learn more about the Vibonomics audio out of home marketplace at vibonomics.com. For information on this broadcast, including past on demand episodes, interview submissions, and syndication contacts, visit adamritzshow.com.